Hey guys, welcome to the Wedding Pros Podcast. Super excited to have you guys on today. Wanted to let you guys know about something. We are going to be in Vegas for WPPI. I'm doing a bunch of special episodes with some really cool people. Um, we got uh, the guys from How to Film Weddings are coming on. Um, Jonathan Snyder, who's like an expert on pricing, and he's also a really wonderful videographer or wedding filmmaker, depending on how he wants to be called. Um, and then we're also hopefully going to be doing some stuff with some really cool just products and a bunch of different stuff. So definitely be checking out our WPPI coverage from February like 22nd, I think, 23rd to the, like the 27th, 28th. We're going to be releasing some content and also there'll be some awesome episodes coming from there. Um, if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, we, we actually have a lot of content besides the podcast right jared yeah we do uh and it's actually something that we're eventually eventually going to be producing probably every single week uh as we uh currently kind of wrap up some other projects but that's the intention is we're going to be pushing out a lot of youtube content uh photography videography gear related um you know kind of how to but like I think for us, like when YouTube we're looking, yeah, when we're looking yeah. at like our content, like I think there's a lot of people who are making really wonderful tutorial content that's targeted at people who are getting started, and yep. and we're fine with that, and we'll have a little of that too because we we love people who are getting started. We want to be a resource as well, but our goal is to really. Um, provide maybe just a little bit of a different yep. side to that content. So hopefully we're able to do that yep. with some of the products we talk about and some of the strategies we talk about. And so let us know what you're interested in and maybe we can tailor some content to the audience. But in general, anyway, today we're doing an episode. Yep. Yep. Uh, we have a very special guest in the, uh, in the, the pod today, uh, fine art film photographer and lean photographer and designer from by the drink company <laughs> eli deferia is in the house eli thank you hey, for joining us man you're welcome it's thank been you a long time me. coming yeah it has thank you so much for having me it's yeah an honor. <laughs> i um you know it's it's a small world we're talking about it off you know air um you know we had a lot of kind of mutual somewhat acquaintances yeah. uh over the years and um you are our local photographer so you're based in new england massachusetts mm -hmm. rhode island yeah uh, uh, actually, yeah, you're, you're down in Providence, so you're neighbors to me. Yeah, <laughs> and I had followed you. Like, okay, so I have all these social medias, uh -huh. uh, right? I have all these Instagram accounts. I probably have like seven Instagram wow. accounts, and so all my followers on the different Instagram accounts are for like different types of people, like personal. I follow like yeah. my mom and all that stuff. <laughs> Stop, go love. We follow just kind of everyone. My personal photography one, I just follow the people that I'm like, I love their work. And I'm just like, you know, want to be inspired. I want to scroll through all these people. And you were one of those people. I was Thanks, like, man, man, his work is so good. And then I'm scrolling through and I'm like, I know that person. What, what Instagram account am I in? <laughs> like, how do I like really, uh, you know, I know that person. I went to high school with them. I graduated wow. with them. Like me and Emily were a part of a 12 person class that graduated. Wow. Like, it's, it's just a super small world. So I was like, oh man. Eli is like a local guy. I had yeah. no idea he's a local guy and I have to have him on and talk to him a little about, you know, what he does. And yeah. he does a lot of, you do a lot of, um, you know, film work, which yeah. I just love. And it's always been a puzzle to me. I haven't understand it. So I was like, <laughs> we have to have him on. We have to talk to him about creativity because your work is just outstanding. And, Thanks, man. You know, we Thank wanted to, to have you on and talk a little bit about Mm -hmm. um, some of the things that, that you're into. So thank yeah. you yeah, for coming on and talking through yeah. some of those thank things. Thank you for having so, me. Um, so talk a little bit about your work because I, I don't want to, you know, 
put words in your mouth as yeah. far as like, oh, your style is this. Like, I, yeah. I think just people talking a little about, mm -hmm. about their work, what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can describe some of your wedding work and then uh -huh. we can kind of hop into uh, the commercial side a little bit later. Uh, sure. Um, let's see, I feel like I fall in such a unique <laughs> like place in my photography because I do so many different styles sure. that um, I just don't know where to start. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I just really love, um, I really try to evoke so much emotion and yeah. pretty much all of my photos, um, even like with weddings that I'm sure every photographer has a wedding that's not all rainbows and butterflies. Sometimes it's a struggle. Um, yeah. Sometimes there's no chemistry with the- You have those too? With the couple. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have those. <laughs> um, but I always strive for like a deep, meaningful connection with my couples, um, yeah. even prior to shooting the wedding. Like I try to cultivate that relationship uh, through the booking process sure. and then always I, tr I really try to get an engagement as well sure. just for me that's like where the relationship really like can blossom into something else totally um, I and totally I feel agree. like that connection with me and my couples or my clients um, is what I feel like what elevates my work sure I think and I try to convey that in pretty much everything that I share yeah how important do you think your relationship with a client is or maybe and this maybe counts for everyone but it definitely seems to count for you that relationship that almost intimacy you get with the client mm -hmm. how does that trust work into the posing process um that's a good question uh i feel like the more they trust me um the more the the deeper the relationship goes i guess um the less hesitant they are to like my instructions um, I've even had, actually, for example, for work at Bai, um, mm -hmm. a few years ago, I wanted to do, uh, just like headshots with people in the office Yeah. and I wanted to go like the extra mile and not just do boring headshots. And I wanted to do like uh, minimal clothing, mm -hmm. <laughs> like very artistic, very like noir. And, uh, I, I got some of the people to just like be almost shirtless and even some of the women to like be completely not nude, but like they looked like they, the viewer would not be able mm -hmm. to tell, but like in a very artistic and tasteful way. Mm -hmm. um, and some of those people would never even think to do that. Yeah. But like yeah. having that connection, I feel like allows for people just like, okay, this guy's not a creep. He's like not a weirdo. I trust him. Yeah. Um, he knows what he's doing. And it's really opened up to a lot of opportunities for that. How did, how did you generate that kind of trust with like these are people that you work yeah. with every day yeah. at by so like I feel like that's another level of like complication where it's like <laughs> I find taking photos of like our guys in office is like probably the weirdest because I'm like my <laughs> jokes don't work on them because they you know know me and like yeah. you know, usually when I'm having an interaction with the yeah. groom it's like you know I have my like go-to things that I can mm -hmm. do all the time these guys it won't work on like, they're just kind of like you know, it's hard so, yeah. so how did you sell them on that idea up front like what was like kind of like the process because yeah. i think it, it relates to mm -hmm. working with a bride and groom on yeah. a wedding day no for sure i kind of just painted like this incredible product of what they would get yeah yeah <laughs> i would basically make them feel like the most beautiful person in the world mm -hmm. um and i wouldn't say like i wouldn't say they were like uh, empty com like compliments mm -hmm. they were genuine but i would find what like if someone like i can tell when someone's like a little insecure about something yeah um, like a feature that they like, they don't like to share. Some well, people always say I have a good side. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I try to encourage people to like stretch out even further and yeah. let them know like everyone's beautiful. There's beauty in anything. Mm -hmm. And I, it doesn't have to be like so linear. It can be completely abstract yeah. and it can still look super cool. Like some of those photos, yeah, I plan to do a headshot, but like they probably wouldn't go up on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, it's much more like abstract and fun and um, just playful. Yeah, sure. I, I think the, my point is to make it, turn it into play. Yeah. And when yeah. you like you're playing, you kind of like let your guards down a bit. How when you're photographing people in general, how much of it is a, you know, do you have like a conversation for the, the most mm -hmm. part? Are you just always like talking to them? Do you ask a lot of questions? Yes. Like what's, what's the, um, yeah, I always try to have a conversation going. I can tell, I can tell <laughs> just, I, I, you know, I, I read a book. Um, I think that really shaped my mm -hmm. photography worldview and I, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm even close to, you know, getting to where I want to be as a photographer. Um, but he was always like, you know, asking good questions of people is yeah. where I get a lot of like really great reaction. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that when you're working with people, like these are just like normal people, like yeah. normal ass people. Like it's not <laughs> like you're not working, always working with models. But the thing that I struggle with is making people feel like I can make people feel comfortable in a conversation. I haven't really found a way to transfer that <clears throat> to a photo shoot I find like a lot yeah. of times I send it tend to stay a little bit farther yeah. away and I find getting close is a lot mm -hmm. harder for me yeah. as like a photographer so um, I mean it is a challenge yeah it doesn't come yeah. easy for me <laughs> totally totally um, but you probably have to push yourself quite a bit yeah yeah but um when me and my wife were first dating yeah. uh, maybe seven eight years ago um we had we found a fortune cookie <laughs> yeah and then it said, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Mm -hmm. And that's something that like always stuck just in our relationship. <clears throat> but we really tried to apply that with literally anything. Yeah. And I also apply that with like the people I shoot with. Totally. If I try to understand this person and like how they feel and where they're coming from, they can then understand what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really, it just, it just makes it easier. Sure. Um, well, <clears throat> the people skills that we bring to the table I, uh, we say this all the time. It's like one of our, it's all about people. Yeah. We're, we're in the people business <laughs> and the art form is like the, some ways the defined, I think when we talk about it by equipment, yeah. <clears throat> by the medium and by, and by the tools and people go, Oh, I got this film or I got this camera or this lens. But the craft I think is actually defined by like, it's a much more complex mix of yeah. tools, materials, and then of course there's the people element and like the touch yeah. and the psychology of it and the mm -hmm. and the making people like it's funny because people like think oh, I'm going to give you these photos and I'm going to make you happy, <laughs> but few people think oh I'm going to pose with you and I'm going to make you happy mm -hmm. to get good photos. Yeah, and like <clears throat> that's really what it is is if you can make a person have either good in like have some kind of good in a professional yeah. hopefully they don't need that even mm -hmm. though i think we all know that when you work with models they still sometimes need it yeah but hopefully they don't hopefully they're professional you walk in you turn yeah. the camera on you get going but you hear those guys those guys are driving the room mm -hmm. those very high-powered photo fashion photographers they're not quietly snapping photos no, and that's so awkward when you're just like snapping 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 nothing <laughs> there's no one talking like the model's not moving like what, <laughs> what do yeah. you do yeah they're, they're like creating <laughs> energy yeah they're creating the vibe and it's like yeah what are we trying to create when we're working with this couple mm -hmm. so what would you say you're 
I love your posing. Mm-hmm. When I looked at your work and and I'm thinking about like I can always I can always tell when someone is really good at posing because mm-hmm. of some of the things you're able to get people do and mm-hmm. and they look comfortable. Yeah. Maybe it's some of the brides who are attracted to the work yeah. too and who knows. But but your posing is excellent. How do you feel because you do a lot of commercial work. Mm-hmm. Where do you think the big difference is between working with a, a couple mm-hmm. on a wedding day or an engagement shoot and then working with commercial, like a professional model? And how, do you feel you handle those sessions differently and posing? Like, what's the big difference to you? Um, I think so, because um, when I'm working, when I'm shooting commercial work, it's, I work for an in-house creative team. So I guess the job is already secured and... I already have this money like, in the bank, baby. <laughs> money, <laughs> stack money. Yeah. What is it? Make, make stack money. Make big money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like the, sec- the like the blanket of security is already like placed on me, and I don't have to like really sell myself. And I already have that trust level with whoever I'm working with because I'm attached to like a much bigger corporation. Um, as in, with me and my wedding business, I kind of have to like sell myself a little bit more. I have to turn mm. up my personality a little bit more mm. um, to try to acquire like that level of comfort with. I find that to be the case too. Yeah. I find that weddings and also it's like, you're not working with professionals. You're yeah. not working with it. Exactly. You don't have a whole team with you. Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 they're going like they're, I'm always imagining that this person yeah. is either very nervous or very mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Even mm-hmm. if that's not true, I'm just always thinking like, that's probably how they feel. Yeah. The couple. Yeah. Yeah. And how can I, how can I be a part of like easing that and making it a better yeah. day for them? No, for sure. So what's like the biggest, you said you turn up your personality, right? Yeah. What's the difference between <laughs> corporate Eli and wedding Eli? <laughs> At corporate Eli is very boring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, it's me, Eli. Yeah. Hurry up, go over there, turn the light on. No. Where's my mocha? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, well, I guess when you ask it like that, I guess there really isn't much of a difference, except I feel a lot more confident because I have someone working um, that's helping with set design. I have someone who's working with makeup. I have someone who's working with styling specifically for that. I have someone who's like assisting me with lights. There's more of, um, what is the word? Capacity, I guess. Sure. For success. Um, the margin for error is much higher. Yeah. Um, and you're only trying to get a finite amount of photos too. Yes. Like very small amount. Yeah. As opposed to weddings. Yeah. Um, as, as, as with weddings, it's kind of like just me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really n- know this person. As is like with commercial work, I don't really know. If I'm shooting models, I don't really know them as well. But it's like my whole team against like one or two people mm-hmm. that I don't know. As in a wedding, it's like hundreds of people that I don't know. You're like invading yeah. someone's me, most yeah. important day. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I'm like intrusive in a way. Yeah. I'm like, how do, <laughs> one, how do I feel comfortable? And two, how do I make them feel comfortable? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. It's, it's when you... Especially because, like, a lot of people who are working commercial doing, like, freelance work. Yeah. You know, which it's probably most of you who are doing commercial work that are listening to this. Um, I don't know if we even said it. Um, well, we did. But, like, <clears throat> Eli, you're working at Buy and yeah. you're working yeah. at this company. And, and, like, you have a lot of the same types of subjects, the same yeah. team, yeah. Um, all that. And that must be nice. And we have some commercial clients, by the way. That's mm-hmm. our relationship with them, too. And I can tell you. The difference between a regular client mm-hmm. and a new client and a wedding, <laughs> it's like night and day. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so you, 
I, I mentioned it in, in your intro, your yeah. very official intro. <laughs> uh, you know, you're the lead photographer there yeah. as well as designer. Yeah. And and I thought that was really interesting talking about, you know, um, that, that you have a hand in the actual design. Do you Have you always been a designer? Did you start as, um, as a designer? Yeah. Well, it's an interesting... I have like an interesting background into how I got to sure. photography and design. Yeah. Um, like any other millennial photographer on Instagram, I had a 35 millimeter in high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, like cliche, but I was really into photography when I was young. Um, but growing up in like an immigrant household where your parents like drill in your head and you got to be a doctor, you got to be like, <laughs> <laughs> don't, basically whatever you do, do not be an artist. <laughs> Um, I always like had that fear in the back of my mind, like photography wouldn't, I would, would never cut it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wanted something to be like, to lead me into like a su successful career yeah. and then have photography to fall back on. So I chose graphic design, even though that was still risky sure. under like a lot of, um, people's eyes. I mean, I've been told many times, like, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. What the heck? Um, so I, I went to school for graphic design, um, and throughout the whole process, photography was always like my right hand thing. Yeah. And it's helped me in so much of like my classes and like my work. And I had like an equal passion for both and I always struggled like, oh my God, what do I do? It's like, I need to be a grown up. Which yeah. one do I choose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's very difficult until one magical day, I feel like God just opened up the doors of heaven and this phone call came through and it was the chief creative officer of Bai. Legit just called me. He said, "Hey, I found your work in Behance. Um, we'd love to have you come in for an interview for design and for photography." I was like, "What? Is oh, this, cool! Is this a prank call?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I called him back. I went in and I got hired the next day. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So I started by four years ago. Okay. Um, mainly doing graphic design. Mm -hmm. um, not gonna say I'm the best designer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what if you did though? What if you were like, I'm the best designer? No, I don't think I am. There's many <laughs> other very lucky people. to have me. No. <laughs> well, I'm the best designer. So. <laughs> but, um, but then I quickly learned that what they were really looking for was someone with like heavier photography skills, sure. which sure. I happen to have. Yeah. And having both really helped me um, grow in this position. And I kind of, my, my position kind of organically grew into just being the main photographer. So sure. I, I led a lot of um, the product shoots, um, uh, other commercial shoots that we've, for campaigns we do on social media. Um, and come in like a need basis, I will jump in and help the design team. Mm -hmm. Like actually, um, this recent week, we've been really, like our workload has been extremely heavy. Mm -hmm. And my coworkers always joke with me because every time I have to design something, they just hear me grunting on my computer. <laughs> it's like Eli is not having fun because it's that's like me when I'm editing. I'm it doesn't come at our shooters like yeah. Why it does, did you <laughs> why did you do that? It doesn't come as natural for me as photography does. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's something that like I try to not get too rusty because it can definitely help. Sure. Um, with my business too. That's like me with editing. Like I'm much more of a shooter. Like yeah. On the video side, if I'm got a camera in my hand, it's just like so natural like if i don't have to think about anything else yeah when i bring it in the edit bay i can edit mm -hmm. but it's like it's a little bit more of a grind it's a yeah. little bit more of like shaking your fist at the sky and you know <laughs> cussing and <laughs> i know yeah yeah but that's uh <laughs> but yeah no that's awesome I, I can always tell like when a photographer has that kind of background in design i feel like their composition is just 
like so much better than what <laughs> I can do. Like usually, like like Jer- do you know Jeremy Cowart? He's a, a portrait photographer. I think it sounds around. super familiar. He's been around for a while. But yes. He, oh my gosh. I actually had a dream about it. Tonight. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Providence. I yeah. know. That's crazy. He, does, he shoots a lot of celebrities. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. His work is like very like different. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's a designer. Yes. That got into photography. Okay. Um, I had a, uh, a, a person that I knew, uh, you know, growing up, you know, probably 10 years ago, yeah. like getting into photography and yeah. he was kind of a mentor to me. He was um, under Jeremy for a little uh-huh. bit when he was a designer and then he was getting into photography. So, you know, I knew about him, but it was yeah. like, it was such a strong, like composition is so strong. Yeah. I feel like when you have a, a background in design mm-hmm. and um, I can tell with your work and just color and just like <laughs> all you. these elements as opposed to just kind of like, there's a lot of people out there and I'm not saying it's it's good or bad. It's just a yeah. certain kind of style mm-hmm. um, that are just like, well, yeah, you guys kind of do your thing over there. And, you know, I, I find that I tend to fall back on that because it's, it's secure. It's like a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, getting in, getting close and trying to get certain composition and yeah. um, like I said, get close. Mm-hmm. Um, that's intimidating to me. That's like a lot harder. <laughs> um, and that's the thing that I love about your work is I'm like, oh man, I, I got to get in there a little <laughs> you bit You got to dive actually. in. <laughs> yeah. And, and I can tell like designers want to have full creative control. Yeah, we do. <laughs> well, like, how do you feel? I'm kind of a designer. Um, but I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a designer, but, <laughs> but I know how to use like, <clears throat> you know, InDesign yeah. you know. and, and, um, I know for me, like visual communication is what design is about. <clears throat> yeah. And usually in marketing, I'm, I'm always thinking about pr- product marketing mm-hmm. with, with design and how do I story tell this in a way that a person knows not yeah. only that this is beautiful, but how much it costs. Or exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like this conveying very specific information. Uh-huh. And sometimes I'll even say like, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters what it tells people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true with photos. <laughs> and, and I think, but at the same time, it's a different thing. You're communicating. What is the biggest difference between like, sometimes you're communicating. This is beautiful with design. Yeah. Of course, that's yeah. par- that there's a time and a place for that, but sometimes it's just a lot more pragmatic. Yeah. What is the big, biggest difference between that way of communicating visually and then what you do with wedding photography? What is the biggest difference for you? Like the, cause you might, I feel you have to take almost like a 180 turn in yeah. your brain sometimes. Right. Yeah. It's a hard question. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> do you feel like, do you feel that they're more similar maybe than, than, I'm pu- like that we think about it like or do you think that they actually are communicating very different I think, ways I think with photos is a little bit more complex because with design um, like packaging for example that's the only thing you have to tell the story but with photos you have many photos to tell the story yeah yeah it's um, like a portfolio exactly so especially with weddings I feel like um, one photo alone won't be able to convey hmm. the whole story so I think and I, this is something that like, maybe this is, um, what you're thinking, like when you're asking that, but I feel like when I'm shooting any wedding or, or anything, I try to, um, bring like basically like puzzle pieces. Like if someone can put these together, what message are they going to be able to see from these collections of photographs? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's for me, that is the difference It's not, I can't just do that with one photo. Sometimes I get lucky or sometimes mm-hmm. the situations just like are, are amazing. 
every once in a while yeah. there's a wedding photo or an image yeah. or a sequence that tells the whole story exactly but not every wedding and not yeah. all the time exactly and i think that is the big difference right mm -hmm. is like you you would never try to tell and actually even in packaging you would never try to tell everything about the product on the mm -hmm. package mm -hmm. you would tell the essential things and yeah that's hard to do in one photo the essential things of a day like yeah they ate here <laughs> this is what their family's like yeah this part was really romantic but this part was yeah. a sick party like it's all fragmented it's all fragmented yeah. it's it's spread out and mm -hmm. so the goal is like so actually that's an that leads me to something interesting so like portfolio building mm -hmm. um when you're collecting so you, you have like the stories you're telling per wedding mm -hmm. right and then there's this long form story you're telling about yourself Mm -hmm. which is like on an Instagram mm -hmm. profile, like you had talked about Behance. Like there's always this way that we tell stories to the world mm -hmm. about who we are and it's a marketing for ourselves. Yeah. What was your strategy when you're building out that, especially for your wedding work? Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to tell a story about what you do and who you are to potential brides. Like mm -hmm. when you think about building that out, what are you looking for in terms of like telling a story about who you are, we'll say on Instagram? Um, I definitely try to, this is something I've only recently, maybe like within the last six months, um, because it's easy to like put up a wall and not let people in. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, even personally, but in social media, it's even easier to just do that. And I've learned that if I want to attract the clients that I want to be shooting, the people that like I can connect with, not the most easily, but more deeply. I feel like I have to also open up to the world a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been, um, along with like my super <laughs> moody <laughs> images, um, I really try to open up the world to like who I am as well. And I, even though it doesn't always come as easy, I try to be vulnerable in ways that like, oh my God, this person's going through this too, me too. Mm -hmm. Or I didn't think Eli, who looks to be so successful, may actually struggle in this area, mm -hmm. um, which I think, like I said earlier, it's easier for us to like put up a facade and pretend like we're totally. everything's perfect and like totally. we have it all together. But I don't have it all together. I'm still struggling sometimes. I still have like questions that I don't have answers to. Yeah. Um, and people are interested in that. Yeah. You know? Well, it's a better story. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's even though it's true. Uh -huh. I think storytelling is all about creating tension. Yeah. Right. And and having realness is part of that. Like when we're telling our own brand story, mm -hmm. it's a really good point, which is like, you hear this all the time, like, oh, be real with people. And I'm like, where does that? Sometimes, honestly, I've questioned that. Like, what the <laughs> heck does that look like? You just complain yeah. about your problems on Instagram. And that's <laughs> <laughs> like, th then you're being real. It's like, what if you don't feel that way? What if you yeah. just feel good every day? Like, and that's I, great. <laughs> but, and I think that's what it is. It's like, yeah. if we, def if we define being real as actually being real, mm -hmm. um, like figuring out a way to tell that story. Yeah. Like with your brand, mm -hmm. obviously we're also curating a visual story too, which yes. is like a visual aesthetic. Yeah. How do you want brides to perceive that? You mentioned moody film. Uh -huh. Like when you're thinking about your brand, how are you trying to communicate that part of the story? I'm basically just wanting to let them know that, I'm also human and like you're hiring a photographer, but you're hiring a person yep. like I'm not. So you better pay up <laughs> 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 basically. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I just like, I 
I yearn for like a meaningful connection. And um, if I'm an open book, I'm gonna attract the yeah. brides that can also connect with me in a deep level. Yeah. Um, and with that, everything else just kind of comes naturally. Yeah. Well, because you're good. Because you're good. Oh no. <laughs> She's like, I mean, at the core of like all this stuff is like, we're talking next level stuff. I believe like all the stuff you're talking about is yeah. how you go from being mildly successful to having a career doing something. I'm trying. <laughs> like, like that's how you do it, right? Yeah. It's like you be good, and anyone can. Not anyone can be good, but a lot yeah. of people can be good. But like, good is a baseline. Yeah. The baseline yes. is be good. And then what takes you to that yeah. next level is the kind of stuff we're talking about. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Jasmine Starr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was looking at her Instagram today. Okay. Oh, I we got to have her on the podcast. I was oh, like, gosh. Yeah. No, if you have her on the podcast, I'll come here and just watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, she's actually one of my ultimate guests. Oh, my gosh. I love her. She's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And so, one of, oh, man, one of her, one of her biggest things is like, how do you differentiate yourself from yeah. uh, such a saturated industry? Yes. Be yourself. Yes. And that's like my number one thing. Like I've for so long, I've focused on like, like, uh, like film photography, for yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's shooting film. I gotta shoot film too. Everyone's yeah. shooting light and area. I gotta shoot light and area. Everyone's like posting like these styled images of like the invitations. I gotta do it exactly like that. Yeah. But if I'm doing exactly what everyone's doing, what's gonna make a bride want to hire me as opposed to hiring the guy next door? Yeah. Yeah. Um, price. Price, yeah, but then, that's it. Then all you can do is compete <laughs> on price, and who wants to do that? Exactly. I'm gonna like be slaving myself. I'm gonna be like burn myself out, and I've done that, and it's yeah. not fun. It makes me hate my job. Yeah. But differentiating myself is a lot more than like in the creative level. It's about letting the people know. Yeah. This is me as a person. There's only one of me, yeah. and you may go to someone else next door. Well, but, and clients don't know the difference between. Yeah. I know this bothers artists, but they really can't tell that you're significantly better or worse than someone else. No, I 100% agree with that. Like, they don't know. They have feelings they get. And yeah. I, it's important to communicate feel. This is why the emotion of your yeah. art is really important because they get a feeling. But they can tell. Mm-hmm. I Did you read that email we got yesterday from a bride? Uh, I've it read was, many emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was, <laughs> it, was, it was really late at night. She responded, like, she emailed us at, like, 11 okay. o'clock. Jared had spoken around the phone and she said like, um, Hey, I can't afford you guys. I was looking at a different price. Yeah. Um, but I had that one. Yeah. She said I did a lot of those too. <laughs> yeah. But no, but she said this and it was really awesome. She goes, Hey, I just want to thank you. I was really surprised because when we got on the phone, you wanted to know about me and wow. talked about yeah. me, even though I can't afford you guys. Yeah. I just really wanted to let you know that. And, and maybe she'll end up booking us and that'd be awesome. And maybe she'll go somewhere else and that would be great. We just want her to be happy. But Seek like first to understand then to be understood. Yes. There you go. She gets, yes. Do you have there that hang? You got to have that hanging up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my head. Yeah. yeah. Taking up, up well, in my brain. Yeah. We'll, we'll go open every fortune cookie across yeah. the street. But, but that really underscored to me, like that's the experience we strive for. Yeah. Yeah as a brand mm-hmm. and as a company is like that person calling me and treating somebody said on a group the other day, they said something like, Oh, how do I d- differentiate luxury experience mm-hmm. for couples? And I'm like, versus budget for budget brides. And he's like, first of all, stop calling people budget brides. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I was like, you can't, everyone a, has a budget, even if it's a big one. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, can't yeah, treat yeah. a person. Yeah. You can't treat a person like they, I was like, treat everyone like they're rich. <laughs> yeah. Treat everyone like they can afford it. <laughs> 
don't treat people like that. Don't, 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 yeah. don't think of a person like that. Cause that you're cutting down yeah. the walls of intimacy and connection with yeah. the person. Mm-hmm. And like, <clears throat> I've seen it and you've seen it and we probably do it in different ways. And Jared mm-hmm. does it, but like being real and authentic and really connecting with people pays dividends, man. Because not only, I mean, I think we're, it helps us with sales mm-hmm. and it helps you with posing. Yeah. And it like, I didn't set out to do those things. Mm-hmm. They just ended up being the result of making a person like you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I find it interesting you, that you say that, that you want to let people in and, you know, being vulnerable with people because I feel like I see that. Mm-hmm. It beca- we talked about it, the closeness that you get to people. In order yeah. to be really close to people, yeah. you have to be intimate. And, I'm, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I'm talking about like camera length, like your mm-hmm. camera is actually super close to the <laughs> couple. face. But you know, I think that does take a certain level of intimacy. Yeah. Like you trust me to be this close. Mm-hmm. Like we're just taking photos. Like, yeah. and I want real emotion. I'm gonna mm-hmm. ask you personal questions. And like, yeah. um, I feel that. I, I yeah. feel like you have to give that up. Like, when I think about like the world. Well, that's that I you try being to... intimate, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, exactly. That's you being intimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is vulnerable for you. Yep. Yeah. I I feel like you know that whole side when I'm doing photography, I'm working on that. Like I'm still trying to get there with just like, like I said, I stay kind of far away. Mm -hmm. There's probably is that wall. Like you Mm -hmm. said, it's easy to, you know, create a wall and create barriers. Um, I feel like the world I've tried to focus on is like new England. I want it to feel like water ocean, you know, and, and, and just kind of create this world creatively. Cause I'm still trying to figure out like, what is like the style? What, what, what do I like to photograph? Like, what is that side of things? Um, and uh and the closeness is is i'm not there yet yeah like i I don't know if i'm ready to give that yet (laughs) um but uh but i think you know the more i'm into it the Mm -hmm. more i'm like i start stepping a little bit closer getting a little closer for me it means it's kind of it's got to be full package so it's got to be through the whole process Uh i'm kind of creating this Mm -hmm. vibe with a couple of like i'm interested in you i'm Mm -hmm. interested in you and maybe that's kind of where i'm trying to work on is like through the whole process, just mm-hmm. what does intimacy, what does intimacy mean even before the mm-hmm. engagement session? Yeah. Like asking the right questions, giving people just time, mm-hmm. um, you know, is going to give people a really kind of valuable experience. I think we have it down for video. I'm still working on it on the photo side with myself, yeah. but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I, I love that answer, man. It's awesome. <clears throat> Thank you. What, what, what would you say? So there's a lot of people out there know the technical side, they yeah. know their cameras, they know like studio stuff or whatever. Um, a lot of people I think struggle with that creative side. They might think like being creative means getting a certain camera angle, using a tilt shift smoke, lens. Like, those smoke grenades. You know, just like it's, yeah, it's more like what- You mean you to use those two? No. What random thing- I mean, I'm not saying I never would if it, idea called for it. Yeah. But. yeah. It's like, well, what random thing can I do to, to separate myself from everyone yeah. else? And, and kind of in the process of separating themselves, it's yeah. like, everyone is throwing smoke grenades and mm-hmm. like, you know, she, they, they, I don't even people know if people are doing that anymore. It's, it's, it's I, I feel like they are. I've seen yeah. a lot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> how, how would you encourage somebody to be creative? That's a huge question. That is a huge yeah. question. I honestly, I would say step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't automatically mean you're going to come out with like amazing creative work. Probably mm-hmm. actually you will, come out with a lot of bad stuff exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> experiment, you, you experiment. yeah because one um you're doing it out of comfort mm-hmm. and when you're uncomfortable with something it's um i mean who does a good job when you're uncomfortable mm-hmm. um you're more prone to messing up you're more prone to miss certain details or things but 
the more you do it, I think you will catch on to, okay, I, I did this really uncomfortable thing and I really messed up here. Maybe I can try it again and maybe focus on this area. Yeah. Um, but I love this one little moment I was able to get. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, yeah. pile up those wins kind of yeah. thing. Well, yeah. and also like you start exposing your growth areas mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's critically important is like yes. figuring out what you actually still suck at mm -hmm. yeah. is important because like, and be okay with that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And th enjoy it. Yeah. That's that like, that's the fun of it. Right. It's yeah. Like everything that if it's a marriage tip too, if you're mm -hmm. married, this is a point. <laughs> Like <laughs> wedding pros and <laughs> it's just a life tip, which is like Marriage the second pros. you're good at something, it becomes boring. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the second something becomes boring, that's when you start to make like, yeah. eh, I don't want to do this. You need like, some challenges. Yeah. Yeah. You need challenges. And like, just like with marriage, like the reason people's marriages don't work out a lot of times mm -hmm. is because they get bored. Right. And they don't yeah. do things to keep it fresh and creative yeah. and interesting. You're not fighting for something actively. Yeah. That's why dating is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You need to date your camera too. You need to date your work, which is like, yeah. try to discover more and, mm -hmm. and figure out things about it. That's yeah. what makes it interesting, right? Yeah. What do you like to challenge yourself? What's like, what's the challenge right now that you're trying to like push yourself with? Um, definitely film because believe it or not, I feel like I'm still very new to film. Um, what do you like to use right now? Uh, Kodak, is that what you mean? Like yeah, yeah, film, film with cameras, um, all, all the gear. Everyone likes to know that stuff. I, <laughs> I mainly shoot uh, Kodak Portra. Um, I've tried Fuji. It Too green. It, it doesn't look. It doesn't work out for me. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if I'm yeah. just doing something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it it kind of has that. Um, I feel like other photographers do it so well. Yeah, yeah. And it looks yeah. incredible. When I try to do it, it's like what? Yeah. I, I That's actually how feel, I feel like with all film photography, I'm like, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like some look, looks so crappy <laughs> compared to. Well, that's why it looks different. Films tend to pop in different areas of the country. Yeah. Because yes, that is true. Because the environment, like when you look at like this, yeah. that like Pacific Northwest feel, mm -hmm. it, it feels totally different and yeah. it wants different things out of your camera than yep. what we're shooting. Like I, we, um, my wife and I went to Ireland a couple of years ago and we did a, a shoot. Um, and the film, the photos from that shoot look completely different than any of my work. It almost doesn't awesome. look like my work. Yeah. <laughs> but like, not in a bad way. I, yeah. I still loved it, but that is, that is absolutely true. So you're using Portra right now? Yeah, Portra. And I shoot with um, Pentax 645. Oh, you do? Super affordable camera. Yeah, yeah. Has not failed me yet. Sweet. Um, actually, it failed me one time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I had a faulty back, and it was actually just a personal work. Um, we were in Yosemite. Yep. Um, actually, we were there for a wedding, and then we took the following week just to have fun. Yeah. And a lot of my film from that trip, just from Yosemite, not the wedding, uh, there was like light leaks halfway through the photos, oh, like in almost all of them. Yeah, it was, and that was, was that hip and cool? Uh, no, it was disappointing. <laughs> it, was, it was disappointing and sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the only time. And I think I, I either got rid of that back and I got a new one. I don't okay. even remember, but yeah, yeah it's a super do, reliable camera. Do you shoot digital at all? Or when you show up, it's all 100% um, film? Yes, I actually still shoot a lot of digital okay. um, for wedding work, right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, yes, because um, I also factor in that into like people's budgets. Mm -hmm. sure. um, some people reach out and their budget only allows mm -hmm. for digital work. Totally. And okay, really quick. Yeah. A lot of people don't know anything about this. So if you don't know about film, how much is it? How much does it cost to buy and develop film um, and digitize and scans and whatnot? Well. A box of film costs like 40 bucks, has six rolls. The overall has 16 frames. That's not a lot of frames. Box. 
and it costs $35 to scan and um, develop each roll. How much do you spend on a wedding? Per wedding? Um, I'd say like $1,000, $1,200 yeah. on film alone. And that's your cost? That's my cost, yeah. That's a box of film or a couple boxes? Uh, if I'm shooting all film, yeah. that's how much I, I okay. spend. Okay. Um, yeah. Usually 40 to 50 rolls of film. Okay. Um, yeah. And a lot of clients have no idea. Um, no. Like I have people reach out to me and they have um, a budget that's a little bit tight and I ex try to explain to them, listen, if you with that budget, that's like basically just covers my expenses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, how do you how do you make that a moneymaker for you and not an impediment to getting the client? Um, that's a good question. If the client's budget is something that I can work with, I don't even bring it up. Yeah, because I've always thought this yeah. with film photographers. I'm mm -hmm. like. This is my, off the cuff. Yeah. I'm like, you're not making any money yeah. shooting film. It doesn't yeah. make you any more money because it's, the yeah, client doesn't expensive. know the difference. Uh huh. And I only verbalize the difference if um, I feel a connection with the with mm -hmm. a couple, but their budget is a little tight. So sure. I will um, give and take a little bit. Like, sure. say, hey, listen, this is the cost of film, and it's very expensive, and this is helps elevate my work. This mm -hmm. is why my work looks this way. And I try to like really sell them to kind of like maybe to get them to open up their budget a little bit more. Yeah. And there's, and you're making extra, like you're charging obviously money on top of the yeah. cost to develop. So you, yeah, you yeah. do make more money on a film wedding. Yes. Great. Um, and if their budget really doesn't allow for it and I still have a connection with the couple, I was just like, okay, I'll shoot your wedding digital only. It won't look exactly like what you see on my social media. It will mm -hmm. look very close. Um, and we can try to make that work. Mm -hmm. So, so how do you, how do you try to introduce that subject? Because you want people to buy film because mm -hmm. not only do you enjoy it, it helps yeah. your portfolio and it mm -hmm. makes you money. So so when you're talking to a person and they call you up and they I love your work, yeah, that's probably where it starts, right? Yeah. And are you immediately going like, I shoot film. That's why you love it. Yeah. Um, I really, I kind of dive into it when um, we finally hop on a call because mm -hmm. I don't like to give all the information in email mm -hmm. as I've learned because um, people just go away and then never come back to you. Um, I really try to explain to them like my process and almost 90, 95% of people are like, what is film? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People shoot, still shoot film. Yeah. They actually think it's like video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, it's not video. It's like old school film. Yeah. Remember the yeah. things you, the negatives. And then they're like, oh, so you, you'll go to CVS after. And yeah. You know, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I've also learned that that can actually be sometimes confusing for the client. Sure. Yes. Um, totally. So it doesn't, it hasn't always worked in my advantage um, to talk about film with a client, unless they're like specifically mentioning, um, oh, I saw that you shoot film. Or if, um, again, like I said earlier, the budget is like a topic, then I'll explain the film. Hmm. Um, otherwise, I really don't, I don't talk about it. Yeah, that's a, I always find that to be so interesting because I always think like, is that like a, kind of like a, photographer porn thing where we're really into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it is. I think we're like <laughs> all about it and people outside our bubble have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I can still, there's a lot of great presets out there, but I mean, almost all the time, there's certain things that film does that I just like, I'm not a great photo editor. Like I, I can, you know, hop in Lightroom and make yeah. images look fine, but I, I wouldn't say that's my greatest skill. Um, 
it would be really hard for me to do a lot of the things that film does mm -hmm. perfectly. Just to be like, clear, hard. Yeah. I prefer it, and I know the difference. Yeah. yeah. I'm simply talking from a marketing standpoint. <laughs> sure. Like, no, like totally. From a, like, from a creating standpoint, clearly what you're able to – like, if you go look at, like – a lot of like a, like a vanity fair or whatever like there's probably mostly medium format film yeah or mm -hmm. like potentially or or, yeah, or some format. digital but like digital. it's but a lot of the work we all love mm -hmm. that's all around the world is film mm -hmm. and clearly it's changing probably digital is getting but like yeah. film just resolves so differently and it's got that has a unique look the smearing yeah. colors happen yeah. and there's just even the way it interacts with your lens it looks like the, a painting yeah. yeah that's i think the yeah. best way i could describe to somebody is just mm -hmm. like you know Looks like a. It's uh, more forgiving, I think. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. But yeah. unless you totally no screw it up, in which <laughs> 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 it's very unforgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is true. what it is. Yeah. But once you get it, and so I always think like I think there is opportunity there. Mm -hmm. I think if if people can figure out a language around the marketing, mm -hmm. and I know some people probably are able to. Like I think there is opportunity. I think there mm -hmm. is a couple that wants that mm -hmm. and does see a value in it. And I and think like, more sophisticated couples. For sure. Yeah. I think when you get into that high end luxury, luxury always is all about exclusivity. Yeah. And so, well, what's the difference between you and someone else? Glad you asked. Yeah. This exclusivity. You have yeah. access to this that mm -hmm. other people can't have. And it's like, I do think it's a very smart, the reason why people mm -hmm. say fine art, mm -hmm. film, all that stuff, it's a market differentiator that establishes you as and it's real too it's a real difference yeah we do the same thing with our high-end wedding films mm -hmm. we shoot cinema cameras yes which is makes a huge difference it does make a difference not to every couple visually that they know mm -hmm. but the fact that i'm doing it makes a difference yeah. emotionally to them yeah mm -hmm. when we're sitting them and talking about it saying oh, i'm using cinema cameras yeah mm -hmm. and when we show up i mean the, the, the weddings that we've done, people are like, what are you guys using? Like, it makes a difference on site. Other like, vendors. Other vendors are like, who are you guys? Yeah. Like, what? Like, <laughs> like you guys are the real weird. deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just pretty easy, actually. So <laughs> it probably does impact you in ways you don't know. Yeah. And and, and I, I do yeah. think it adds, adds to sale. And it's mm -hmm. not for everyone, of course. Mm -hmm. But I do think it – I think it adds – a it's a marketing tool for sure. It mm -hmm. is just tricky. And I, and I think – if you don't know how to push it and sell it, I think, I guess if you're new and starting out and mm -hmm. you're not comfortable trying to define the difference to a client and make it, uh, make them understand why they want it. Or if you're dealing, like if you're selling $2,500 weddings, yeah. unless you just, like it makes no sense to shoot film. Yeah, no, I mean, you make no money. Yeah. yeah. You literally yeah. probably lose money. Yes. Yeah. Like, cool. like yeah. So that's why I thought it was interesting to talk about because yeah. I think we we do a lot of we like film photographers yeah. we talk to them and I don't think we've ever talked about the fact we were developing some Super Eight and some uh -huh. sixteen millimeter this week and Jared's like it's gonna be two grand <laughs> to, yeah to film and scan this yeah I was looking at the film you had outside and like geez I can only imagine how it's gonna yeah the sixteen how much millimeter cost I was like and and so we we did this thing so Jay shot uh, it was like his honeymoon. Years on Super 8 and we gave it to a friend to shoot Super 8 on their honeymoon we're like yeah. we're gonna sell honeymoon Super 8 to these <laughs> we didn't look at the price we didn't look at you know, <laughs> oh, just no. like oh, yeah, yeah. and then we oh, did gosh. it and I'm like so we have this film sitting here lit probably 8 years now 5 years 5 years okay wow <laughs> Oh my gosh. Haven't developed it. So, I mean, who knows what it looks like? Who knows what it looks like in the first place? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we might we might take that leap now. I don't know. <laughs> but when we were like, oh, we're going to create this, anybody, we can give them Super 8 yeah. and have them go on their vacation yeah. and then we'll get it. Yeah. We'll, 
And I was like, it's very expensive. Yeah. In my head, it seems like a good idea, but then it's like, I'd have to charge a person two grand. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to do it. They're like, that. no way. <laughs> For a film that I shot myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll be, make a nice, like, style me pretty, uh, you know, look at what these wedding videographers did. It'll yeah. Be, yeah. yeah but, um, so, Eli, you, you're a pretty creative dude. You know, I, I find a lot of times us creatives, like, we find the fuel to kind of drive our creativity outside of the the medium that we're actually yes. trying to accomplish. So like, you know, I'm a photographer, filmmaker. I like movies. I mm -hmm. like, you know, music. What, what do you find that is driving you these days? What are you into? That drives my creativity? Yeah. Or drives anything. <laughs> um, honestly, self-awareness. Yeah. Um, this past, I, I would say last year, um, I've done like a lot of soul searching. Sure. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Enneagram. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, tell me about oh, yourself. Yeah. Let's do an Enneagram talk. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Now we can dive in <laughs> a little deeper. Wow. Um, well it's just, what are you? I'm a three. I've oscillated between a seven and an eight. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you could be a seven. You look like a seven. I got a little bit of challenger, <laughs> but also, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, the Enneagram seems super simple on the surface, but it, mm. the more you dive into it, the more complex it gets. Sure. And just like peeling back the layers of who I thought I was. Yeah. And of my goals and aspirations and things that I wanted in life were actually other people's goals and aspirations. Mm -hmm. um, Self-awareness, man. Yeah. It's huge. It, like, <laughs> kind of peeling back those layers and just being like, well, this is where I am. This, is, yeah. this isn't who I like think I am. This is actually like who I am. Yeah. Um, you know, start ground zero so you can be like, okay, this is what I want to move forward to now. Like peel away all the crap. Mm -hmm. This is what I actually want to move towards. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so it's been incredibly difficult because like who know, who likes being exposed to like their most insecure, yeah. darkest part of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really opened up to, um, it's opened up my perspective in a lot of ways um, in terms of compassion towards myself. Um, and just allowing myself to fail, allowing myself to um, uh, just extend grace on, on myself, but also towards others as well. Because mm -hmm. it, it, it not only helps me understand who I am, it helps me understand others. And that kind of just been fueling, fueling like all of my creativity recently, yeah. which is kind of um, the reason why I've decided to be like way more open and vulnerable with my clients sure. and on social media. Um, to kind of like dig deeper and build that deeper connection with yeah. people. Dude, I find that the people that I respect the most, I find <coughs> usually have, uh, they're super self-aware and they're like, these are the areas I need to grow in. The people that don't grow are the people that think they're awesome all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we're, de <laughs> we're dealing with all these people like, and, and so we, we obviously have a company, so we have people work, we yeah. see a whole range of different <laughs> types of people. The people that grow the most are the people that are always like, I suck at this. We're working with this one guy who's yeah. like so disappointed. He makes a little mistake. He's so disappointed in himself. Yeah. And he has in a month has grown leaps and bounds because he's just like, I need to get better. You have a self awareness of yourself. Yeah. Like, I suck at this. And I just like remember sitting down with someone about something. So we'll keep it vague. <laughs> a thing about a thing. A thing about a thing. <laughs> Good. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Something, this is a great podcast. Yeah. Something I'm in charge of. Yeah. And the person I was, I wanted them to be involved and to help out. And, and I wanted to mentor them. I was like, this person has potential. They can become yeah. good. I sat them down and the person's like, 
I could really help you in a few areas. I noticed you're kind of disorganized and, yeah. and all this stuff. And I was like, so excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, come on. You're like, cause I've learned the hard way. Like over yeah. the years, I've just like, okay, do it. Yeah. Like, and so I brought the, per and the person couldn't function the basic functions of needed to like be competent at the thing. Yeah. Let alone help me with anything. Could yeah. he help me a little with a few things? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Would I ever let him? Would that be what I would encourage him to do? Uh -huh. No. I'd be like, no, you need to like learn basic skills and then yeah. we can talk about that other stuff. Yeah. And that's just like a self-awareness yes. and that person does, they're not good because of it. <laughs> yeah. Like they would be good mm -hmm. if <clears throat> they would actually be aware of yeah. where they needed to improve and grow. And that counts not just with your art. It's just as a person, mm -hmm. but I, I don't totally. think they're different, right? No, you do your art, whatever. If you're improving as a person, your art is going to improve. Yeah. yeah, I think so for sure. It's like, it's correlated. Well, yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's what Chris Orwig says in that. Oh, by the way, he's going to be at WPPI. We should grab him. WPPI. Oh, my gosh. If we can grab him. Oh, he's <laughs> Private like my, message him every week. He's my crush. My <laughs> yeah. Do it. Like my childhood You're, crush. Turn yeah. on the charm. Don't make me do everything. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm not charming. But he says yeah, in, in one of the chapters of that, that, that book, Visual Poetry, he says, uh, or maybe he, he brought an instructor in to teach his class, and they were like, if you want to become a better photographer, you have to become a better person. Yeah. <sighs> Well, like, and it's, it seems so played out. Yeah. And it is kind of abstract, mm -hmm. but it, it just works. The more you're in the industry or you're doing your craft, you realize it's so true. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. true. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about change gears a little bit. And let's talk about our, what we're into these days. We're going to do what's your favorite thing. And um, why don't you start us out, Jared? What's your favorite thing? And then. So um, I feel like since we came back from Vision Quest, my favorite thing in general has been like media, movies, like TV shows and, and trying to understand the concepts behind like shows. And, and the, that's the stuff that's most interesting to me is, mm -hmm. is when the concept is good. It's not just like I, I find I can't stand more than ever. My wife watches a lot of like reality TV and the, a lot of these like <laughs> Netflix shows like uh, The Circle is out right now. <sighs> Oh, Did yeah. you see that on that Netflix? I don't She's watching that. that. I wanted to pull my hair out the whole time. I'm Heck. like, uh, <laughs> you didn't I like it? Can't, I can't do it's it. So it's so vapid. Just, I binge watched all. Well, uh, you my know what? Wife wanted to watch. You it. know what though? Yeah, I, 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 I will do, let her. I do love um, the production value of it. Like I'm like, how do they? Okay, so they have these cameras that are set up, and so I'm thinking about all those things, and I'm like, wow, that's interesting. But the people, I'm just like, oh, I can't do the people. But anyways, uh, I I increasingly don't want to watch a show if I wouldn't want to hang out with that person. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Like, cause I'm spending all night with this person and I'm like, I can't stand this person. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't watch a show. So the, I yeah. did, I might actually love it. Um, <laughs> the, out, the outsider on HBO. That's my favorite thing right now. I, uh, it keeps getting better. It's one of those shows. That's like the first episode. You're like, okay, this is a show. Um, you know, it's going to be like a little bit like true detective, maybe not as good. Um, and Depending it's slowly on the <laughs> evolving. Oh yeah, yeah. The first season, um, slowly evolving into something else. It's this. It's the Stephen King novel. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And so the the concept is, um, <laughs> Alex Douglas. I posted on Facebook. Alex Douglas was like, "It's a little too Stephen Kingy for my taste," <laughs> which I thought was. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it, it is." Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but I love um, 
the acting in it i think is really good i love like the the sound design in it is amazing um and i i like the story i think the story is really good mm -hmm. and evolving into something really interesting that i didn't think was it was going to evolve into so check it out the outsider, outsider on HBO. hbo yeah we're not getting sponsored by them they can if they want yeah <laughs> They won't want. <laughs> they don't. <want> them. <laughs> Why would anyone working on that show even know about what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. What well, What about you, Jay? Um, I am really into dumplings these days. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, so I just maybe it's a lifelong passion. You know? I, that's what I was gonna like, say. Are you making dumplings? That's like I make dumplings sometimes, but I eat them. <laughs> I, I make them. At, you know what's funny is people are like, oh, that's not a dumpling, it's a pot sticker. I'm like, it's a dumpling, a pot sticker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one that you don't boil. Just, it sticks to the pot. Um, I love dumplings. Into those these days, recently, more like Szechuan style dumplings, yeah. super spicy dumplings. Yeah. Um, I just love dumplings with a deep passion. But also, I stayed in this hotel in Phoenix last week, uh, the Arizona Biltmore. And it's like old luxury. Like it's a, it's one of the first luxury resorts in Arizona. Like there's pictures of like Clark Gable there and all these like Sweet. celebrities. And <laughs> they had I love this, that place. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a great hotel. And they had like, it was designed by a Frank Lloyd Wright student. Yeah. So it's, I just love modernism. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have dumplings, which is unfortunate, <laughs> but they did have this room called the gold room. And the, it was this giant banquet hall, probably like 150 feet long yeah. with beautiful, like, Art Deco style. It was uh -huh. kind of like modernism meets um, The Great Gatsby mm -hmm. uh -huh. meets like stone, desert, hard concrete yeah. design. So just really fascinating. The ceiling in this place was gold. Wow. All gold. Like like I 200 feet gold. gold ceiling. Wow. And I was like, I want to shoot in this room. I, it would look so good, at, especially at night. And like, and then the other side is all Egyptian artwork on the wall. Wow. It was wacky. Classic deco. It was, it yeah. was awesome. <laughs> so I was into that hotel and dumplings. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Eli. Um, also dumplings. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I just uh, discovered this um, Asian market where I live. Oh, yeah. Called, uh, what's it called? Good Fortune. <laughs> In Providence. Um, yes. Yeah. It's kind of like oh, hidden. It looks a little right. like the way you get Do they there, sell all the weird stuff? They sell a lot of weird stuff. Nice. Um, like the, the cockroaches? They sell the bugs? Uh, actually, they sell crickets. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, one in Winsocket that sells these giant roaches. Oh, dude. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, and every time we go there, me and my wife, like, just spend hours at looking at the frozen and we like we normally don't eat like frozen dinners but yeah. lately we're just like what who have we become we're like eating frozen tv dinners every night but it's just dumplings yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we just bought a steamer and we've been using that thing religiously every night sweet because it's you guys so delicious we um actually yeah we love to cook yeah um sometimes we actually fight about who gets to cook oh, okay okay <laughs> um yeah i love experimenting in the kitchen yeah as well but i also love when i come home and she has already food Totally. Okay. To this is Jay's not cook. This I love cooking. My wife is. She thinks a bad cook. I think it's great. Whatever. <laughs> like, how much different is your opinion of food when someone else makes it for you? Tasty. Versus like when you have to make it. Like when I make, I like to cook, but when my wife makes food, I'm like, oh, because she's. Uh, <laughs> actually, we found this out this week. I don't know if she's gonna want me to reveal it to the world, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> 
We did the DNA. She doesn't watch the podcast. Yeah, she doesn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) My wife doesn't. We did the DNA test. (laughs) She listened uh, the first five minutes to make sure I'm not stuttering or something. Her brother. So she can harass me. Her brother did that. It was like one of those DNA tests. Yeah, yeah. So my wife, her whole life, thought she was Puerto Rican. No way, she's not. She's 3% Puerto Rican. Wow. She's Wait, 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 wait. But it, she's thirty-eight percent Spain. Okay, yeah, yeah. Thirty-five percent, um, like Native American Indian. Was, down, was she like, born some, in Puerto Rico? No. Her, she was born in the states, but her okay. dad was Guatemalan. Gotcha. So they're like thirty-five percent, like just Mayan Indian yeah. and as it can and so, it can vary person to person too, like sibling to sibling. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. Of course. A, a certain, yeah, yeah, there's three percent, but but did she take it? She didn't take her it. brother did, and her so she, we're did. gonna take it. But like, okay, <laughs> the maybe four percent. Apparently, like, so I went and told the uncles. They're like, oh yeah, no one's Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, we're all just a mix of a bunch of different people who came. We're Spanish the who lived yeah. in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he's like, what does that even mean? But um, <clears throat> all back to the food thing. I love it when I get home and there's food there. Yeah, me too. No matter what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like if if my wife's like, I thought about you and I made you this peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, this yes. is the best peanut butter yeah. sandwich ever. Yeah. I, I will it. take anything if it's food. If you made it for me, I'll love you forever. Yep. My wife, she's a uh, she's a godsend. Seriously, like I could have, I feel like I don't deserve her. Every morning, she wakes up before me and she always prepares my breakfast. What? I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> and my coworkers make fun of me. He's like, Eli, you you don't deserve her. I was like, I know I don't. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> she's uh, an angel. <laughs> my my wife. Uh, won't let me have eggs right now she's pregnant uh-huh. so she can't stand the smell that's her thing like oh, one of the no. things coffee mm-hmm. i can't make coffee in the house which is brutal but i can't <laughs> also i can't also make eggs so i made a deal with her i was like i won't make eggs if i can buy a stetson hat she was like okay deal so that was our deal is i i don't make eggs for six months in the house i can have eggs i just can't make them at the house and uh so breakfast has been tough lately because you can't make <laughs> eggs only cereal. Only like, ce- which I love. And, cereal. and yogurt. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I have cereal all day, every day. Yeah, but. it's a problem. Cereal's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's eleven o'clock cereal every night. <laughs> You're yeah. literally just eating a candy what's bar your, with what's milk. What's your favorite cereal? Ooh, I like a lot of those. I mean, those super candy ones are probably my favorite ones. Uh, uh, Cookie Crunch. I love. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a little too hard for me. <laughs> you Cookie don't like crunch? crunch. I do like it, but I prefer it's fruity pebbles. I like too. crisp more than it's crunch. Pretty close. Yeah. I'm a crisp guy. Yeah. Like yeah, fruity pebbles. Oh, you know what I really actually are good. Yeah. This is healthy and I love it is raisin bran. Oh, I actually love raisin bran. I love bran. raisin bran. <laughs> I like the raisin bran crunch. Me though. too. That's the best yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Raisin bran crunch with a little bit of something yeah. that I actually granola or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the, the best. Extra sugar. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey guys, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. We got next week we have the Hans from Hustle and Flow on, and they're gonna blow your mind. Um and business then we, wise, yeah. Yeah, we got um a bunch of people coming up. Like I said, we got the guys from Henry is next week too, right? No. Uh, oh yeah, he is. Actually. He's yeah. gonna be out on the podcast yep. in two weeks. But we're doing Henry Martin's from the Brothers Martin. Um, like I said, a bunch of people. So just you definitely want to subscribe because <clears throat> we're trying to. If I was to say what I'm actually trying to improve at as a business is scheduling good guests. <laughs> 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 so try to get. Um, we're trying to get some guests that I think would give you guys real insight into people's processes and what their business is and. Um, I mean, we would hope that if you're a wedding professional and you're listening to this, that you realize you're not lame. <laughs> like, you're cool. Wedding professionals are cool. There's a lot of really cool people. It's a great thing to be involved in, and it's a real privilege, and it's not like a step down from commercial work. It's-
just absolutely a, not it's just a different thing yeah it is yeah and there's really cool people so definitely check it out thanks for watching thank you eli thank you for being on man thank this you. has been awesome yeah we appreciate awesome. you <laughs> yeah. all right bye guys <laughs>